the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Wow. Um... Pope Francis continues to create more and more controversy. Uh, It's interesting. I posted, well, actually, Jeff posted some things, uh, I think it was last week, about things that the Pope had said about transgenderism and so forth. And several of my Catholic listeners posted and said, well, the Pope is no longer Catholic. Well, I think a lot of conservative Catholics are thinking the same thing. We have a Catholic Pope that is no longer Catholic, and he continues to create controversy. We're finding out today from the Washington Post that uh, the Pope made a phone call to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel, and warned him, uh, quote, in fact, let let me just read from the news story. This is from the Washington Post. As bombs fell and tanks penetrated deep into Gaza in late October, Israeli president, president, not prime minister, forgive me, Israeli president Isaac Herzog held a fraught phone call with Pope Francis. The Israeli head of state was describing his nation's horror over the Hamas attack on October 7th, when the Pope issued a blunt rejoinder. The Pope said to the President of Israel, it is forbidden to respond to terror with terror. Uh, The phone call went on. The uh, president of Israel was deeply dismayed. And he says that the Pope accused Israel of terrorism. Really? Israel, innocent Israeli citizens were attacked on October 7th? They are defending themselves the best way they know how. And the Pope has accused Israel of responding to terror with terror. Uh, The Vatican declined to clarify whether the Pope was publicly or privately describing Israeli actions as terrorism— But in a statement to the Washington Post, it acknowledged a call between the Pope and Herzog. Uh, The phone call, like others in the same days, takes place in the context of the Holy Father's efforts 
aimed at containing the gravity and scope of the conflict situation in the Holy Land. We are not inclined to make reference to private conversations. Um, The uh, president of Israel was not a happy camper. Uh, Many other Jews were not happy campers, and they should not be. To make any kind of moral equivalency between Israel and Hamas is unthinkable. And the Pope is just flat wrong. There is no moral equivalency. We're learning more and more now about how Hamas has treated the uh, the hostages. And they're horrifying. They're absolutely horrifying. We're now finding out that Hamas forced children, little children, seven years old, 12 years old, forced them at gunpoint to watch video of the October 7th massacre when Hamas just brutally slaughtered innocent Israelis. And children who were being, this is being reported by the families of the children. Psychological and physical abuse suffered at the hands of Hamas for children. A family member said every time a child cried, they threatened him with a gun to keep him quiet. Children were forced to watch, quote, a horror film mashup of the footage from the October 7th Hamas terrorist attacks on southern Israel that claimed the lives of over 12 Hundred civilians. Uh, hostages, as they were being released, were beat upon by Palestinian citizens as they were going to places where they would be uh, released. Uh, quote, the father of another child hostage freed by Hamas, nine-year-old Emily Hand, described to CNN the arduous road to recovery his daughter faces He said, Emily cries herself to sleep at night. She won't stop whispering and thought she was in captivity for a year, even though it had been less than two months. The father said last night she cried until her face was red and blotchy. She couldn't stop. She didn't want any comfort. And listen to this. The father said, I guess she's forgotten how to be comforted. This is what Hamas has been doing to the hostages. And you probably have noticed the transfer rate of hostages is approximately three to one. For every Israeli hostage or every hostage held by Hamas, not all of them are Jews, most of them, but not all of them. For every hostage released by Hamas, Israel is releasing three It's basically a three-to-one swap. Is that fair? No. Is it just? No. What does it prove? It proves that Israel Israel embraces life. And they're willing to go through something extremely unfair and unjust just to get their people back. And if they have to give up three 
of their prisoners for one Hamas hostage. They're willing to do it because they love life. Um, I saw on, and I think I mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago, someone on Facebook went off on a rampage because Christians had referred to the Hamas terrorists as animals. And this left-leaning Christian went off. I mean off. How dare you? These people are made in the image of God. They may be terrorists, but we can't call them animals. That's terrible. It's horrible. Well, how did Jesus deal with the religious leaders? He called them animals, snakes and vipers. Not just animals, the lowest of the low of the low. That was Jesus. And then in Second Peter chapter 2, speaking of the heathen, 2 Peter 2, 12, But these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed speak evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery. They cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and heart they have exercised with covetous practices and cursed children. Yeah, Peter refers to these folks as natural brute beasts. My uh, Facebook friend should read this and come to think of it, maybe the Pope should read this as well. Israel is dealing with people that are brute beasts who are animal-like in their behavior. They are demonic. They are evil. They are wicked. And it is impossible to make peace with these kinds of people. Can they be saved? Yes. Could they receive the grace of God? Yes, they certainly could. The grace of God is not is not limited. But until such time, they're animals. And Israel has every right to defend themselves. Israel has every right to destroy them. There is nothing, certainly in the Old Testament, there is nothing in the New Testament that would forbid Israel from, well, Romans chapter 13 talks about executing vengeance on the wicked. That's what Israel is doing. So if we're going to be biblical, let's not just talk about the love verses. Oh, those are important. But Jesus didn't just talk about love. And the Bible does not just talk about love. The Bible also talks about justice. All right, we'll be back.
Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, how about a little good news out of Washington, D.C.? <laughs> we don't get a whole lot of good news out of Washington, D.C., that's for sure. Uh, for the past few years, I don't know when this policy was uh, proposed or came into effect, but for at least a few years, I don't know whether this happened under the Biden administration. I don't know. But the official policy for the U.S. Capitol Christmas tree and Christmas decorations said, and I quote, Decorations cannot include religious symbols. Um, well, the word Christmas contains Christ. It, it, well, yeah. Um, yeah, Christmas is ultimately religious. It's the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Anyway, the um, the policy said decorations cannot include religious symbols. Uh, no ornaments with baby Jesus, nativity displays, Mary, Joseph would be prohibited. Now, again, I don't know how long that policy was in effect, but it received a great deal of pushback, especially from an organization called the Christian Defense Coalition. Uh, They have been vocal about religious symbols being removed from the U.S. Capitol tree, and they have been lobbying the uh, folks at the Capitol. one of the letters sent by this organization to the uh, Capitol architect, which I guess his office is responsible for the decorations and so forth, said, quote, Since the definition of Christmas is the annual festival celebrating Christ's birth, it would be deeply concerning if ornaments celebrating his birth were prohibited and censored from being on the U.S. Capitol Christmas tree by the order of a government agency. Well, evidently, they got the attention of the U.S. Capitol. And that prohibition has been removed. Yeah, it has been removed. Uh, Patrick Mahoney, director of the Christian Defense Coalition, said this, The People's House, as the U.S. Capitol building is so rightly called, must be a place where all Americans should be afforded the right to come and peacefully celebrate and express their First Amendment rights. That is why we are thankful the government has removed this troubling ban on religious symbols being displayed on the 2023 U.S. Capitol Christmas tree. The First Amendment promises freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. As we celebrate the powerful message and hope of Christmas this year at the U.S. Capitol, let us also celebrate the powerful message of religious freedom and the First Amendment. So, you can actually have Jesus, nativity display, Mary, Joseph, and so forth 
in the U.S. Capitol this year, the ban has been reversed. I've been trying to find when that ban went into effect and have been unsuccessful. Maybe some of you could find it and let me know at bob at bobtalk.com. But anyway, it has been removed. How about some more good news? Um, Since 2022, 88 abortion clinics have been closed. Um, Well, in fact, in the last two years, a total of 137 abortion clinics have been closed across America. And today, 14 states are abortion-free. Sadly, not Ohio. The states that are abortion-free, Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, and West Virginia. Um, and I, and I, I hate to bring this up again, but I'm just, as I think back on this issue one thing, I so wish that our governor had been more active in fighting for life. He has basically signed every pro-life piece of legislation that has been put on his desk. That's good. We have praised him for that. But other than a very mild uh, opposition to issue one, he did very little. In several of these states, the Republican governor was right out on the front line fighting to get abortion clinics closed, abortion removed from their states. But not Ohio. But we can rejoice. 14 states are abortion-free, and over 130 abortion clinics across America have been closed in the last two years. All right, those of you listening on AM880, have a good evening. To everyone else, we'll see you right after the break. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 